Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Today we're going to debrief the Japanese Grand Prix.、Um, so I'm away at the moment, and I don't have my laptop or anything, so I'm recording this on my phone in the backyard of my Airbnb. And I have, so there's going to be two options. I think I'm going to have to post this unedited, so I'm going to try and be concise and quick.、Uh, it's going to be. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but there's no way I can edit this. I, I don't have my laptop with me or anything, so just my phone.、Um, let's see how it, it's going to be my first kind of unedited episode, so be gentle with me, be nice. But today, this weekend was the Japanese Grand Prix, that time of the year where you have to wake up super early to watch F1. and... It's always hard to focus, I feel, on these races early in the morning because I usually watch them like laying down on my sofa or from my bed, like I did this morning. So it's hard to focus. But obviously, after last week, we knew it's going to be hard to repeat that intense racing that happened. We, I, I think we knew at the back it's not going to be as much exciting as last week. But what we expected kind of happened. Red Bull was back on top. And dominating as they used to be all season long. So it's kind of back to normal 2023 F1 that we're used to after last weekend's little break. It, we had like a bubble of unexpected, and then we're back at the usual.、Um, so you can tell Max Verstappen won this weekend in front of the two McLaren, Lando Norris in front of Piastri. Then Charles came fourth in front of Lewis Hamilton. Carlos, last week's winner, finished sixth in front of Russell. And then Alonso, eighth in front of the two Alpine, Ocon, and Gasly for the last point. And again, Verstappen won with, I think, 20 seconds advantage over Lando Norris. So it's kind of like back to how. You know, normal Red Bull pace that we were expecting. He's dominated all weekend, like every single session. I think, apart from FP3, if I'm not wrong, I think Leclerc. Oh, no, no, I think he, he did he did dominate all sessions long. So we kind of, ex- we already expected it from last week. Everybody was saying we'll probably see them back at the, at the top. And it didn't fail. And, but we still had a few battles going along. I mean, we need to highlight Lando's. Second for the second race in a row, he's on the podium in the McLaren. And we could see it coming from, f- from the few races since the, the summer break, but their pace is really there. And they're kind of like faster even than Ferrari and Mercedes at the moment. So let, I think they can, they can still play a role in the championship. Obviously, they're a bit far from Mercedes in the constructor, but they can, and I think they will go back to, to Aston Martin. And the main event was obviously Red Bull winning the Constructor Championship. We, see it, we saw it coming. We knew it's going to come. It's like Max's title. We know it's going to happen.、Um, and they had really big chances this, this race. And I found it funny that, you know, a bit at the image of this season, they won the Constructor Championship on a race where only Verstappen scored a point. Sergio Perez had to abandon. And I feel it's kind of how Verstappen has led this team throughout this whole season. It's their sixth 
Constructors Championship. And and today's results just sets Max obviously ready to win his his, cha- his third championship in two weeks' time in Qatar. It's going to be sprint weekend next next race around, so he's going to be able to score point on a Saturday. I think he can win it on the, on the Saturday, so we're clearly going to have, unless something huge happens, we're clearly going to have the next World Championship in two weeks' time and the sh- the both championships settled by the early October stage. So I wonder how it's going to set the dynamic for the rest of the season. Are we going to see more exciting races? Are we going to see different winners? Or is it going to be just a Ferrari win this year, the outset work balls? I think the fact that the championship is going to be set odd. I don't know if Red Bull is going to just be a bit more on the back step for, for the end of the season. Um, but what an achievement they've done. I mean, obviously the excitement this year is not really there in terms of a championship. We, we kind of know it from a long time. But still, we have to highlight that it's a huge performance for them, especially in a year where they won almost every single race is, but won that's massive achievement for the Red Bull team and that's probably also going to give them an advantage for next year because now they can just focus on you know development where other teams especially if you look at the teams right behind them so Mercedes Ferrari Aston Martin and McLaren they're all fighting for these runner-up positions so that's going to give Red Bull a really good advantage for next year if we go to my favorite topic if we talk about Ferrari Obviously, it's it's really different from what happened last week. Charles finished fourth, Carlos sixth. But still, we have to highlight they're at, at performing at least one of the Mercedes. And that means in the championship, we're only 20 points behind now. So slowly, we're gaining and gaining. And I think the pace was kind of like matching between Mercedes and Ferrari. I don't think any was faster than the other. But Russell tried to imitate... Carlos' strategy from last week and you can see Carlos being like oh they're trying to use my tricks against me but just Mercedes didn't really do like I think they got it wrong with the battle between Lewis and and George in the end because if I think if they allowed Lewis to kind of like stay within that DRS without going through I mean you could tell like Carlos was could have just overtake Lewis overtook Lewis it is a risk but I think it's they how they would have had more chances by doing this than by just getting Lewis going through and then leaving George really vulnerable to Carlos because he was on a one pit one stop strategy and he we knew he had no chance so I think they got it a bit wrong which I'm pleased about because that means one point for us and it's just we had just a few laps less for Carlos we were ready to over take Lewis as well in the end I mean Carlos was kind of like offset from strategy so obviously Ferrari needed to give the advantage to Leclerc because he was the leading car by giving him the first stop but I think they probably left Carlos a bit too late so allowing Lewis we all we always knew it was going really hard for Carlos then to overtake Lewis because his laps were like four laps his tyres sorry were four laps younger but that's not a lot for, to really get advantage of new tires and regarding their pace I think it was going to be really tight and he couldn't do it he wasn't like the one second at the end but 
it was going to be too short to do it. But still, good points where we're making. I think it's going to be a really tight battle between the two of them for for the remaining of the season. Aston Martin's really off pace now. Um, Lance Stroll abandoned. Alonso struggled all weekend. So it's it's really between these two, and I think it's going to be between Aston Martin and McLaren for for the fourth place in the championship. And I can see McLaren getting it. McLaren coming back really strong in the end of the season. So I think Aston Martin is going to probably is going to finish fifth in the constructors. When you think about it, six months ago we thought you know they're the runner-ups to Red Bull they might be the one beating Red Bull and finishing like close to them it's it's you can see how the season has turned so far for them um one thing I really wanted to to talk about is Perez so Perez had a horrible weekend he had a horrible race he's he was in different accidents he's got a penalty his he had to like ch- change his his front wing twice. It was just really going from worse to worse, and then he abandoned. And maybe like ten laps after, Red Bull set him out again for the race. And I was like, I never knew this is possible. You abandon, you go, you chill for a few laps, and then you come back into the race. And I was like, what is going on out here? So Red Bull set him out again so he can serve his second penalty because there is something in the sporting regulation that says if you don't serve a penalty and because you abandoned, the stewards can apply it to you as a great penalty in the next race. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've never seen this being done before. I've seen so many people abandon without... I think there's so many people, and we see it with the Williams of Logo Sargent. He abandoned. I don't think he served his penalty. I've rarely seen people doing this. I don't know if they just did it as in like extreme, being extremely cautious, because I was really surprised. The guy went out, he did one lap, he boxed to serve his five second penalty, did another lap and he retired again. (laughs) I was like, what the hell is going on in here? But I was like, are you allowed to do this? Like, can you, I mean, I think we've saw it before when people abandoned and the came back into the race and just used it as like free practice but it still amazed me all the time when you know he came back on track and he was like plus six laps or plus seven laps and you're like okay (laughs) that's a new thing to go and I didn't actually I didn't know you could your penalty could be applied to you in the next could be carried forward in the next race at great penalty because technically like they're supposed to you know, you've you've breached something and it's supposed to, you know, be a penalty for you in that race. So I don't see how, you know, why can I, would it be carried to the next race? Because it has nothing to do, it's not like a penalty because, you know, you, you're putting a new engine, a new electronics or it's kind of like a race penalty. So I find it quite odd that you can kind of carry it in the next race but that apparently is the rules so that's something I know now <laughs> okay I'll know better but I think next race is in two weeks time in Qatar for a sprint race sprint weekend so lots of action it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday 
we're probably going to see Manx being crowded, crowned world champion for the third time. It's going to be the post championship settles, unless something major happens and he he doesn't score points on the weekend. I think the fact that it's a sprint kind of technically gives we're kind of almost sure he's gonna he's gonna be champion in two weeks' time. So let's let's see what's gonna happen. But uh, next our next time we speak is gonna be in two weeks' time in for the Qatar Grand Prix and our debrief. So until then, I'll see you next time. Bye.